Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. Responsibility is very interesting because once you can understand that you are responsible for your choices and you're responsible for your healing and you're responsible for your exercising your divinity or whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. the freer you become with regards to other people. Hmm. But once you can also see I'm responsible for not just this moment, but all the moments that have been and all the moments to come, sometimes you get, it, it can be quite paralyzing. You can just stop. You can just, as we discussed for ad infinitum in the last episode, you end up feeling it's overwhelming Mm -hmm. and you don't know how you're going to get yourself from A to G. Yeah. And whether Z will be in the middle or an H, you've just got no idea. Mm -hmm. And it's hard in many ways. It is hard. And that's why (laughs) I'm going to laugh because I don't know what a disaster of an episode that was when we discussed preparedness. Oh my gosh, because of the word preparedness. (laughs) I will honestly say that that word is going to go down as like the least comprehensible one that guidance has ever served up. Honestly, yes, because I'm like... I mean, I could be on board. I'm like, give it to me in a sentence. You have preparedness. I'm like, that (laughs) means nothing to me. Cambridge Dictionary defines it as... And I still laugh because I was like, can I get another word? No. Okay. Um, Is there just a better explanation than the one that you first offered? Well, sure. There's always going to be other explanations, right? Or other ways of saying it. Although I'm not sure if this one would be any more satisfying than the previous one. But But we're going to try, right? So preparedness was the ability to create the near future in the present. Yeah. Oh, cool. Because that was what we were discussing. Like that was the topic of that episode. But we do that by taking responsibility for any and all outcomes and experiences required in association with that creation. Yeah, that makes a lot more, that makes like a 3,000 million times more sense. Yay. (laughs) Because you're, you're, yeah, of course, you take responsibility for all of it. Yeah. So I'm going to make this choice and whatever happens next, mm-hmm. it's my responsibility. That's um, it, right? Yeah, but because responsibility has a very old school connotation. Not I'm in control of it. No. It's just I have a part to play no. in it and I must deal with whatever happens next. Right, but when we say old school connotation, I really just mean like paying the bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Taking yeah. care of my shit. Like I, I got mine in terms of like I'm meeting all of my... I'm like arriving on time for things. Yeah, I'm, ba- I'm meeting my basic needs. Yeah. That is how we often associate our sense of responsibility. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And that's not what we mean when we're talking about age of harmony stuff and like higher consciousness. That is why they use the word preparedness. Okay. So it's basically preparedness is another word for responsibility, but 5D responsibility. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. And what does that look like? So it's twofold. Not only says I am taking care of my life in that 3D practical sense, right? Again, paying my rent, paying my bills. I'm doing this from a place of ease and strength. Okay, so just to pause on that one, Mm -hmm. let's just talk about it for a moment. Yeah. Okay? And that's the stuff of it's not stressing me out. I'm not drowning in it. Right. I know when the right time is to do something. And as we discussed in that episode, and it's the only thing I can't, and I regret it, but we've (laughs) used this phrase so many times, but at the time it was used exactly for this, which was the optimal time for all. Mm. It might not serve me to have my car in the garage on a Monday. It might serve me for it to be on a Wednesday. 
Mm-hmm. And actually, if things get moved around, so that's what happens. All right. Yeah. You know, today is the right time for me to pay this bill. Tomorrow is the right time for me to do this. And the difference is consciousness. Mm. Because often I would just ignore the bills, ignore the things, put them on the side until it got to a point where I'd have to deal with it, right? Yeah. Most people operate that yeah, way. Yeah, 100%. It is really when I hear responsibility, that's where my mind often Yeah, you have to be responsible for your shit, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. actually, if you're conscious about it, it's like actually right now isn't the right time to do this. Mm. But, oh, I'm getting that niggle that now is the right time. And aside the fact that there's a due date. <laughs> yeah, aside the fact, because there's all, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and listening to those niggles and knowing when it's time to leave the house, knowing when it's time to pay that bill, being conscious of what you're doing. So that's mm. the ease part. Yeah. But it's also just that I'm not drowning in it. I get yeah. it done so yes. that it doesn't all creep up at me at the last minute. And I have like a race to the finish line mm-hmm. on what could have been like a simple, easy, breezy walk. Anyway, so what's number two? So the second thing is everything I do or will do will always be in my power to manage, no matter what it is. And so whatever comes is always going to be a natural extension of everything we've discussed from fate to co-creative power. And however and whenever it happens, it's all easy. Okay. So are we still talking about like paying bills and stuff or are we talking about like bigger stuff the bigger like, stuff the bigger okay. stuff because you're you're going to need to assume that at some point you're not going to get that you're not going to get to this point if you do not have like your financial matter, matters in order if all your shit is still in chaos yeah you can, can't look for abundance when you're massively in debt yeah right and when you're hemorrhaging or you don't know how you're going to pay next month's rent or you yeah. don't know where and this is actually a very timely episode and i think one of the reasons why we're having to talk about it is because you know people are accumulating a massive amount of credit card debt yep people have not wanted to trade their lifestyle and comfort for the sort of financial surety that they need in a time when things are so insecure yeah and when that happens and when we start to see people drown themselves in debt they start drowning. They start drowning and they start living for a future that will not come because then they're already then creating a knock-on effect with their future actions. So they're not going to be able to live from their fate when they're going to be scrambling to pay for their past. Which, by the way, I remember I did. Yeah, there's oh no God. judgment. I had a massive credit card bill <laughs> that I think took me 10 years to pay off. Oh, wow. And I was living in my overdraft for ages and, I, you know, I was always, you know, waiting for the next paycheck. The next, I'd never had a handle on my finances. Mm-hmm. And actually, I got really, it got to one point where I was like, fuck, like, I'm really broke. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how I can make sure I eat today. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I know that sounds really dramatic, but. No, people get to yeah, that point. You know, and, yeah. and I had to ask for help. Mm-hmm. But also when I got that help, I had two choices. One choice was to continue living the way I've always done and keep those debts exactly as they were. Mm -hmm. Or the second was to sort those debts out Mm -hmm. so that it might have been a bit of a tight month, the next couple or the next month. But then after that, I was free of that debt, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm not saying that everyone's going to, that will happen necessarily for everyone in that way. But, and as I said, it took many years. But if if I, when I think about it now, if every month for the past, for that, for those 10 years, I was paying off a credit card bill for when I went on a splurge once because I had no value of the concept of anything. Mm-hmm. 
Like that was money that could have been better spent doing a million other things. And when we have a sense of purpose, often we know where we want to put our money, but when we don't, often that money scatters. And that's effectively the difference between living responsibly or having preparedness. I I mean, I don't honestly know how to use this word. (laughs) I feel like I'm going to find like different ways to use it in a sentence. It's all going to sound the same and like stunted. I mean, even when you're on the phone one, you're like, and that's what preparedness is. I was like, don't try and make it work. (laughs) I appreciate it. I just like, it's kind of like, like you said, experience makes normal. So I was like, well, if I just keep inserting it in sentences, well, well, then it normalize. Well, also experience makes normal is grammatically extremely incorrect. (laughs) And I've made it all right. Yes. No, it's fine. But I was like, well, if I just keep using preparedness in a sentence, will that normalize it yeah, in maybe, my vocabulary, hopefully, hopefully. in my lexicon? One hopes. One hopes. Yeah. But, so, okay, so that's kind of the first one, right? Yeah. And then when you're talking about kind of that larger bit, it's just no, whatever no comes at me, yes. I will be able to manage. Yes. And including all the great stuff, right? So oh, in the last episode, you know how we were talking about how I was in that cylinder and it was kind of touching the sides. Mm. And so I couldn't go past it Mm -hmm. in terms of how much power I could hold, how much joy I could hold, how much love I could hold, etc. Right? It's that kind of thing. In that moment, if I'd gotten all the things that I got two, three months later, three Mm -hmm. months later, I wouldn't be able to hold it. Yeah. Right? So it's literally that same thing of I now have. It's so natural. Yes. It's natural for me to experience this next thing and this next thing. It's a natural unfolding. Experience it to take it on. To be yeah. able to have ownership over whatever I'm doing in that. To enter a commitment around it for mm-hmm. some reason or yeah, another. Exactly. To be in integrity around it and remain yeah. in integrity around yeah. it. Yeah, because you this know? is not, this 5D is not a time where you fake it till you make it. No. That's you, not you what preparedness are, is. <laughs> well, no, because faking until you make it is lack of integrity. Yeah. It's 5D is a place where you reflect what's on the outside Exactly. And that's not the same as, well, humility acknowledges that I may not really know everything once I'm in the situation. 100%. The power means I'll figure it out. Yeah, Yeah. we get that. When I'm talking about the faking it till you make it and the lack, as you say, lack of integrity, it's also just stepping in and and doing the thing that we know doesn't really belong to us. That's what I mean by the faking it as well. Yeah, Yeah. we know that could belong to us, but not right now. No, I'm really talking about like when people are sort of like mimicking a fake that does not belong to them. Okay, fine. Yeah, because that can happen as well, right? And that's really when you're in your karma and you're just trying out like, well, you know, everybody who's cool is, you know, studying communications at uni. Maybe that's what I'm going to do because I'm a cool person and I have to, you know, assure myself that I'm... I mean, I remember everyone, when I was at school, everyone was like, oh, you should be in PR. I actually had no idea what PR was at the time. And um, (laughs) But I remember thinking about it and and then later when I look back, I was like, I can see how they thought that actually because I like talking to people and connecting people and like selling like yeah. not selling shit because I've never been good at sales because I'm always like you can have it but don't if you don't want it yeah exactly like, you know, only really if you feel like you need it yeah and are you sure yeah thank you thank you so much I'd be the worst salesperson of all time I'm terrible too it's just not something I'm good at you don't need to come to me for a session you'll be fine yeah exactly <laughs> I mean I tell I talk people out of sessions with me all the time like yeah. what the fuck is that yeah, yeah. and then like, should I come back you're like no no no, really, you'll, you'll be able to sort it. You yeah. don't need me. Yeah, it's true, actually. It's true. And I give them all away for free. But <laughs> we're terrible. We are really terrible I mean, at our jobs. I mean, the fact that we're on season, like season 20, episode 23 of season nine, and we've never put one advert on this podcast, tells you everything you need to know about our sales acumen. <laughs> But, but that was a but again that was a conscious choice. It was. It really was. It was. It was. We, didn't, it, yeah. we didn't want to... 
go into partnership with anyone or anything at that time. Oh, yeah, no. But it didn't feel right. We just couldn't explain why, but it just didn't feel right. No. And so we listened to it. For us, it would have been out of integrity. Yeah, to not have this information as exactly free yeah. from our time. Exactly. There are loads of other places that people can have more information mm-hmm. and pay some money for it. Yes. But this podcast is just not that place. And it never will be. No. But you say that everything will always be in my power to manage. Like, But yeah. that was the same for me in 3D. But was it really? Or were we just wasting because that's really the difference between living, quote-unquote, responsibly in 3D versus in, quote-unquote, 5D, which is, you know, waste versus efficiency. Well, the thing is, I actually have thought of that a lot. The way we use money and, and time. And it's the same with time. We waste yeah. our time because you spend hours worrying about something that and putting something off that if I'd just done it, I would not have to worry about it or put it off anymore, mm-hmm. right? Right. And then even if you're looking at it out about like even material goods, like, you know, fast fashion and how many stuff, how much shit did I buy that I didn't need? Because I thought if I had it, A, just in case, because I was operating from a lack mentality. So just in case this one breaks, I'll have a spare one. Mm -hmm. But not from a place of actually, this is logical. It was from a place of fear. Whereas it feels like the one big difference about now is that I actually, I spend my money, but I spend it when I need it. Mm-hmm. I spend it to get something that makes sense for me. Yeah. And often, I don't need anything. No. And Isn't even my funny? time. Isn't it funny when you realize that too, is that, you know, when you're in your karma, you think you need a lot of things. Yeah. You really do. Everything's plugging some hole, but it seems so necessary. And when you're no longer in your karma and you really are at this place of harmony within yourself, you realize that your needs are a lot simpler. And you'd rather at least personally do with your money is that are the things that really bring you joy and they're not always going to be small things it might mean like for me travel is my big thing yeah me too i prefer to go on holiday for some Mm -hmm. winter sun yes than getting six dresses to spend to wear during the christmas period yeah just i know what brings me joy Mm -hmm. and so it looks from the outside like I'm, i'm like you know, when people look at me from the outside, they're like, wow, she probably has so much money that she's managed to do all these things. Well, the truth is, I'm doing some of these things, but I'm also not doing a lot of things that you're doing. When it comes to 5D or like when we're at, we're in harmony with ourselves, we're effectively reinvesting our energies, right? So this isn't just an episode about financial or fiscal responsibility, because no. that would be rather snooze and we are not the fiscal podcast. No, we just literally told everyone to go on holidays to winter sun if you want to. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and by the way... Don't put that one And off. by the way, sometimes you do need a, dress, need a new dress just to feel beautiful to go somewhere. You want. Yeah. But there's still deals to be had too. Yeah. My husband's super frugal. He has taught me how to find a good deal everywhere. Yeah. And ironically, when I am in 5D and because of these values that have been so firmly rooted mm. in that higher consciousness development, if you will, I do find better deals now. We can magic certain things as well. So we can magic a better deal. We can manage, we can magic a savings. But so, anyway, so it's not just about finances though. So what is it else about So when we are being efficient with our energy, so it's not just finances, it's focus. Effectively, it's whatever's holding our focus. And that's what I think we were referring to in the previous episode about priorities. Mm. So when your priorities are in order, everything, you can hit flow. Mm. And when you're in flow, you're effectively living from fate. Yeah. But when you're wasting your energy, you can't be in flow because you're all over the place. So 
you can't hit those points even if you're no longer in your karma and so you're out of your destiny you cannot move along your fate in a sort of forward moving trajectory or make progress because you're scattering yeah which actually i just did 10 seconds ago as you were talking about all of that because as you were talking about that i suddenly remembered something we had to do Hmm. and instead of listening to you Mm -hmm. and explaining something extremely important i was thinking shit so when are we going to have time to do that all right i'm gonna have to do that then okay blah blah right just exactly like that instead of going all right well it'll find its place it will and we'll get it done exactly and I'm going to be present because yeah. actually the when we're wasting our energy, when we're scattering our energies like that, we're not being efficient. We're actually not being in the present. Yeah. And that's the issue, mm-hmm. right? Because you're not then clear on what you want in that moment. You're not clear on anything. Yeah. You're already worrying about the future or lamenting on a past. Yeah. And then it takes you immediately out of your body and out of your power. Well, that's very true. And we said this in some old season. Purpose will not be everything. Yeah. It will not be the end all be all. But it will be for our lifetime and a few other lifetimes, mm. right? And the reason for that has to do with the fact that we need something that's going to ground us over these next several decades because otherwise we won't know how to live in 5D where everything is possible. Yeah, because if yeah. everything's possible, what do you want? Purpose. And if you make that a bit of your, it's not an obsession, but it is a bit of a focal point, mm. right? And so when when that is a, it's a critical part of our fate at the moment, mm and will be for our generation's lifetimes because otherwise we cannot move through our fate. We'll just kind of end up moving side to side as opposed to forward progress. But in order to understand what your purpose is, and I don't, this is the bit I don't remember what we shared. I just know what we've written about. We have to be able to understand our purpose from the highest perspective possible, but in a practical sense. So it's not the, whatever your highest divine expression is, it's going to be a bit more concrete than that. Okay. Like, for example, what? Like, I am here to teach. It doesn't matter what you're teaching. doesn't matter how you go about teaching. And again, in the previous episode, we discussed like the how and when is often shaped by our ego or what we're socialized to believe or have seen. So if we tell ourselves, well, our purpose is to teach or... I'm here to inspire. I'm here to entertain. We immediately come with, with three or four different things. Yeah. Right? As opposed to there could be 20 possibilities. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you some examples. I'm here to teach. I'm here to inspire. I'm here to create beauty. I'm here to entertain. These are sort of the obvious ones that we might see in our sort of social media world, but are also very real for people. I can even say I'm here to realize justice. I am here to realize harmony. Those can seem a bit more ephemeral, but still be very real purpose, if that sounds... So some of it can sound very practical. Some of it can seem a bit more values-driven. And that depends on what our choices are. Like before we incarnate, this is what my fate's going to look like. So is justice just responsibility and harmony just 5D? No. These are not just. These are all. As in... These types of statements encompass all the possibilities that are around that, right? What matters most is really understanding that purpose. Again, if you have this grounded idea, but you have to have the most expansive perspective around it as possible. Yeah. So that way, what you would traditionally or conventionally, that's the word I've been looking for, what is the conventional idea around it is usually not exactly how you would apply it or no. realize it in this lifetime. But in the practical sense, if yeah. your purpose is to say, I am here to teach, understand that 
modeling values is makes you a teacher, right? But it's a matter of how do you prioritize that? Where do you bring to that? And where does that fit in with the rest of your life? Mm. Yeah? That's really what we're... Yeah. And because, and again, this is the next level and next step is because that's where you're going to reach. And this is actually, because I was confusing this with the previous episode. That's where you're going to reach the intersection of fate, magic, co-creation, and divine consciousness. When you can be so in your purpose and understand it that way and live from that space, right? And every way in which we have been explaining for however long, like this entire season or the past 12 episodes, if you will, you know, there is a point within your fate tapestry where everything intersects and it takes being in your purpose to be able to get to that, right? And that is pretty much the highest form of living that any human can effectively achieve for themselves at any given time until about 2050. Okay. Yeah. Kind of cool. Kind of interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's power. It is true God consciousness, like to the, I mean, you can have God consciousness effectively and, and be, you know, that's your higher consciousness, but is the fullest realization of God consciousness. In this world. Yeah. It's the true human and divine Mary. It's neither. It's just that you are. So you can't even say it's a marriage. Okay. Yeah. You're just both. You're just everything. It's a bit like, okay, fine. It's the everything all. It's so how do you even... get there then? How do you get there? How do you... Like, again, all of our seasons put together is effectively the answer. It's your fullest karmic undoing, right? The rebuilding of your life through fate trust magic. Fate trust magic. Yeah. So what's the second thing? If the first one um, was basically go through seasons one to nine. Yeah, pretty much. And get to fate trust magic. It's the second bit is you have to try, try, and try again. Yeah. Because the other bit is that we have to, and this was the first, I still really have, I, I still keep confusing season eight with season nine, but season you eight. remind me it's season eight. It's the, you know, go big or go home. It's the fuck up. It's the get messy. It's just pouring everything into your purpose until you figure out how it's going to take shape in this real world. Because as the one thing that we discussed when it came to magic is that I always found that magic transcended time. Like, oh my mm. God, I really need this. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden something I did four years ago is the exact thing that now has manifested into that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so you just have to keep going and making the mess because the mess will all end up coming together in some way. It does. Because if, really if you're following your heart, then it's, it's, it's the right mess to make. Yeah. And it's okay. And that's the trust bit, I guess. If you can, yeah. If you can trust yourself enough. And I think, you know, somebody said to me the other night, like, how do you, how did you know? Like, how did you never lose your faith or your belief in your gifts or your connection to the divine effectively was what they were asking. Honestly, Rhea, I just, I can't even say for certain, but I just never had a doubt no matter how much I fucked up, everything would always be okay. And so, you know. Weirdly, I know this is going to sound psychotic coming from me, but I agree. Yeah. And it's not, it wasn't necessarily like, it's like I could trust my fate enough. And I always knew that. For me, it was always a sense of my purpose and fate that carried me through. So you don't have to kind of go through a karmic undoing a la KMB. Mm. Yeah. 
it's efficient <laughs> and it's going to get you wherever you need. But I was young, right? So I just kind of went through my own messy way to get mm. to my fate. Mm. And I also kind of took a spiritual route as well and did soul memory. So I'm not going to say that I just did it until I was done with it. You know, um, See, my issue was that I was very aware of my fate, just like you. Mm. But that because of what I was seeing with my eyes, my mind associated my fate with this kind of cautionary tale of like, fated to be miserable mm -hmm. so I spent my time outrunning my fate okay rather than embracing it because I didn't want to embrace it because it was effectively my karma mm. okay rather than my fate yeah which was what I was seeing yeah I conflated the two mm. and funnily enough what I was feeling all the things like it could be amazing all the dreams all the fancies all the all the knowings that kept me going forward mm. that was my fate mm. but I didn't realize that mm. I thought it was the opposite way around but yeah. I guess that actually what I've learned is that if, and as I said it in the last episode, fate is everything, right? It's mm -hmm. all those possibilities. It's what we think we've manifested. It's what we think we've secreted. It's what we think we've written in an affirmation and burnt on a full moon. It's all those surprises that we didn't see coming that were so special. It's it's everything that we look to spirituality to give us. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's our fate that gives all of it to us and it's written by us, which is why we own everything that we do. Mm -hmm. And by understanding that and embracing that, that's when the possibilities are limitless. That's also when we can create those possibilities for ourselves mm -hmm. yep. from a place of why we know we're here, right? Yeah. And like, I guess, yeah, I'm gonna fuck up a million times over, but I'm gonna find out that each one of those times where I thought I fucked up, it was the perfect thing for me to do. Yes. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.